Hello, welcome to the Nintendo Bros podcast. This is Pete. And this is Derek. And we're back to talk about games. <laughs> like, uh, like usual. Like usual. I mean, that's why you should be here. And if you're here, leave us a question or a comment, and we will answer it next week. We didn't get any comments uh, from the last time. Oh, dang, that's a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> be our first comment. You know you want to. You want to be the very first comment. It could be <laughs> historic. How are you doing this week, Derek? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing doing real good. Just following some game news and whatnot. How about you? I'm um, okay. I had a like a back spasm that kind of uh, threw me out of the loop. Uh, couldn't move for a good hour. Oh wow! I, I had a back injury too this week, but it was just kind of a strained lower back. It wasn't like I couldn't walk or anything. Just oh just my, tight. yeah, I couldn't walk. I, I went to the hospital. Um, oh wow. Yeah, so I've been on these painkillers, so I'm a little drowsy. So I'll just let our readers know that if I'm a little sluggish, Derek, you got to have pick up the energy. Okay, I got the energy. But it has allowed me to sit down and play a lot of Pokemon Snap. Yeah, okay. I'm excited to hear um, your impressions. Well, okay, Derek, well, I'm going to ask you, how, how far are you so far? I have beaten the game. Oh, wow. Okay. So you, <laughs> well, I've, I've seen the, like, the main story credits roll, but I still have a lot. Like, I mean, I have a lot still left to do. Did you just beat it in one sitting? Like, how many sittings did, did you? Uh, I played most of a, a good chunk of yesterday and today. The thing is, like, so, um, yeah, I just I had a free weekend on Saturday and Sunday. So I just played through it. Okay. It's not, if you play the main story and just focus on getting through the next level, and it's really not that long. Oh, okay. well, you know what? I, I ended up in this one spot where I felt like I was just grinding the first two levels. And I didn't realize I had to take a picture of uh, one of those sparkle crystal fruits. Yeah, despite it, you know the game telling you that numerous it's, times. Well, you know what it was? I keep scanning it, and I thought scanning it was enough because when you take a picture of it, it doesn't let you always choose it for. It was weird. It was like it's, um, you know how you get that last section when you when you get rewarded on your pictures at the end. Yeah, the rating by mirror. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, sometimes you you can't like it lets you. It knows that you took a picture of those crystals, but it won't let you select them. So I don't. It's really... got to be the glowing one. That's why. Okay. Anyways, we're getting too deep here. Yeah. Let's uh, w w tell me what you think about it. Give me your impression so far. I You've gotten further than me, by the way. You have gone I, way further than me. I, I freaking love it. I I have no issues with it whatsoever. I, I except for maybe some of the menus being a little slow to get through. I love every second of the game. I think it's super fun, super addicting. I wish I had it here right now to play. I I, I couldn't give it more praise. I really really enjoy it. I had that nostalgia trip. I think they've improved on the old 64 game in every single way. I love the Pokemon. I love the puzzles. And there's still so much for me to do. So, I, yeah, I have no complaints. Besides for maybe loading and the, the slow menus can be kind of annoying. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much agree with you. Uh, I find um, it, it's kind of, it is kind of like a weird N64 Dreamcast nostalgia trip for me, I'm finding. Uh, and there's a moment hit me the other day when I kept kind of doing one more time, one more time. Uh, yeah, you, you kind of get to this point where you realize it's like kind of an arcade. It's almost like an arcade game, right? You're you're you have a it's like you're riding a little ride for you know two to three minutes, mm -hmm. uh, kind of trying to get as many pictures as you can, uh, and it's just like always trying to best your scores. Um, yeah, I find it pretty addictive. I'm loving it too. I know, yeah, and even the idea of like, I mean, there's a lot of complaints about it being kind of grindy, mm -hmm. but and I, and I know you had that issue where you couldn't figure out and you were grinding, but for me it was like, you know, I wanted to do the same level three or four times, and by that point the next level had already unlocked. Like I had n never reached a point where I was like, this is grinding or anything. So well, yeah. And I had fun doing it the whole time. I'm glad that I, I remember renting the N64 one and beating it in a rental. Um, so I'm, I'm actually really taken aback by just how much content this game does have. Like there's so many levels. Mm -hmm. I thought yeah, there'd I, be like four levels of the day and night cycles and that would be it. Uh, and there's like almost 10. And there's, yeah, there, I don't know where you are, but there's a lot more levels than you like, and even the levels that you think are just one Pokemon are not one Pokemon. Yeah, because you can come back for level two, level three, and I haven't I haven't gotten any level fours. Have you on a stage? I've maxed out one of the first levels, night, but I think it only goes up to three anyways. Or I don't remember. I play that level a lot. Okay. Yeah, I, I get. I mean, I really like the game. It's it did get through a period where I felt like I was stuck on those first two levels, and it felt it did feel like it kind of the tutorial took a little long to get through. Yeah, the tutorial. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I, I always find sometimes I, I play these games and the tutorial in the first hour or whatever is so bogged down. It's funny to think that everyone goes through that to play the game. 
but I know I was kind of thinking about, I mean, the tutorial in this game, you do it at the lab, right? And that girl kind of talks you through it. Yeah. And I was like, why can't they just put the tutorial in the very first level and kind of just explain it as you do it, you know? Or just make it optional. Yeah, but I just mean, sure. But I mean, like, your car is moving slow enough in the first level. Like, they just say, use the cursor to aim your thing and press A. It's like, why can't you just do that with the first three Pokemon in the game? Yeah, totally. I mean, I don't know why they don't just ask you, hey, do you want us to give you a rundown on, on the tutorial, how to play, or do you want to go for yourself? Because yeah. figuring it out myself, it really doesn't take that long, right? You're like, oh, this button does that. It, like... I don't know. I feel like um, a lot of games do that now. A side topic. Uh, the introductions to a lot of games feels weak to me. It feels like they're always aiming for the lowest common denominator. And it just makes me not want to replay games a lot when you know you have that first hour and a half that isn't as fun. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, you know, some games that do it right. Some, you know, Metroid Prime and Mario, Mario uh, Odyssey, I thought had a really great introduction. But I didn't find this game that bad. I mean, honestly, like, once you spam a and kind of click through it it really you get to the game pretty quickly i found yeah i didn't find it too bad myself and you know for a game where you're really taking pictures of photo uh, pokemon uh you almost it couldn't be too easy you can't breeze you through the game or it'd be over in one second you know yeah um but yeah i've, I've put a good uh, nearly nearly 10 hours into it now so i've got well, are you going to tell me what level you're on um well I, you know what the levels kind of branch off at a certain point and you can yeah in the desert or like the underwater section yeah uh i've been doing the underwater section so i'm like three levels into that how many how many giant pokemon that light up have you found uh three okay okay yeah i don't think they to be honest i never really understood spoilers for this game i mean i don't think there are spoilers i was just curious so you've beaten the, the underwater area yeah but i haven't gotten to level two on all of it Okay, but have you beaten this desert yet? Have you? Uh, no, still on level one. Okay, you have quite a few levels left. Yeah, I know, I know. I haven't been playing a ton, but it was fun. Me and my friend were taking turns. He wasn't as as uh, into it as I was, but still fun. Um, mm -hmm. so do you see this as something? A lot of people online are speculating about DLC for this game. I could see that? that. I, you know what? I never even thought about it. But uh, this was made by, don't correct me if I'm wrong, Bandai Namco, right? Yeah, same team that did Pokken. Yeah, and they do a fair amount of DLC. So um, I wouldn't be surprised. And I think this game is so well suited for it. Because there's so many, think of how many Pokemon aren't in the game, but not just Pokemon, but types, environments, interactions. Yeah. And it's easy to add, you know, 50 requests even and just keep the game kind of going. And the more that they add to the game, the more the online is used, right? I know that I haven't really done the online picture stuff. I don't know if you have. We'll talk about that in a bit. Okay. But um, the I can see that if adding DLC, how the online will keep, will keep the online alive. And I think that will help, you know, drive the game further. So, well, I got to say, uh, so I have done a little bit of the picture editing and putting my photos online. Uh, some of them have gotten some, some sweets, they call them. Mm -hmm. uh, like you can go look at other people's pictures, press suite, but right now it almost seems broken because the, there's only, when you go to look at the, the biggest problem is that you can't really easily look at other people's photos. So oh. if, you go, if you go to the area that says internet, you can look at like a batch of 24 trending, 24 uh, near you, 24 recommended. So you only get this kind of these weird couple pages of, of Pokemon pictures and it doesn't really refresh that often. So you can go there, give all the give a like or a sweet to every single one of those pictures, and then you're just kind of waiting. I guess I mean we don't really know how, how often it refreshes, but it just it's kind of an obtuse system, right? It's not like mm -hmm. you have a, a, a feed where your friends' posts go. And I've had a few pictures I thought were really good that I've edited and thought were hilarious and uh, got no likes because I think they just got buried in the algorithm. Yeah. So it's kind of I honestly don't. It's like a it's a halfway there, but not quite there setup and you'll see that i mean it's fun to edit the pictures but you know, there's just not enough interaction with other people and it's just not i don't know i did notice that um on the home screen or like you know the main the main ui menu screen on the right side it will sometimes show a random person's picture oh yeah on the yep when you're like selecting requests or whatever one of them is the just the picture yeah yeah some of those requests are hard you have no idea i've gotten maybe 12 and there's i have 160 open like they're really hard does that unlock anything i mean i think it gives they, you, they uh, get you like little badges or the stickers or whatever okay but um some of them if you like some of them you can't do unless you open another pathway or you like 
you'll never get a four star of that Pokemon unless you solve that puzzle, if that makes sense. Yeah, I see. I see. Yeah. So, yeah, it's more the, it's not that those get you anything. It's that you can't do something else without them. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, speaking of that, I actually find the choosing the Pokemon system, it's a little bit annoying because if you, you know, for the different star rankings, let's say you get a really good two star picture of a Pokemon, and but you also want to use a picture for uh, one of the, um, one of the requests, you can't do that in one run. You have to make a choice. Oh yeah. I mean, I understand that it's kind of padding or whatever. I actually kind of like that. I, I was going to say, I kind of like it too. It's almost like like the weapon breaking in breath of the wild where like it forces you to make a hard choice about which one to use and which one to not use. And it's, it's actually part of the fun, right? Like you're, you're yeah. guessing which picture is he going to give me the highest ranking for? Like what, it's almost strategic. I know. And um, do you use the auto pick pictures? No, do you? No, I don't because there's a disadvantage of doing that. So I, I always, I auto pick and I go through and see if they pick the best one, but I always double check. But uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of like that idea where it's like, you know, there's a, for example, like I have a four star and it's okay. Or I have a two star and my old two star was 3,500. And I think this one might be better. And I want to get the 4,000 point for the platinum stars or whatever. So yeah. it's kind of a, it's a toss up. Do I go for the, the 4,000 or do I just take the easy four stars? So it's kind of a, I, I like that a lot about the game actually. Yeah, totally. It's fun. Um, there's been a few times where I've got taken a picture that I did not think was as good as the original, but then I got a higher score. So sometimes I'm a little uh, eyebrow raising over the scoring system for pictures. You know, it'll be like a Pokemon that has a, there's a big leaf in front of it, but somehow that gets a higher ranking than like a really cool frame of that Pokemon doing something. Yeah, but it could be, I know, but it could be if the, if the Pokemon's more centered or larger, or if there's other Pokemon on the screen, like I, I agree. Sometimes it feels a little obtuse or straight like not well explained but i still can see where the points come from i never feel gypped yeah. if that makes sense totally it's like you get that center frame don't crop them picture of that pokemon uh yeah there yeah. are a few times i got like uh like three like because four thousand is the highest score you want to get after that you're whatever but uh i've gotten a few times where i've gotten like three thousand nine hundred ninety nine, and i was like oh my god how could they not give me that one extra point have you gotten any five thousand points uh only yeah i've gotten maybe besides like outside of the bosses maybe three but the bosses i, I get five thousand almost always okay and i thought it was funny because when i read that there were bosses it's not really a boss uh it's mostly it's, just well a they had a pokemon. boss it's kind of so, like the boss in the first pokemon snap true it's just funny to call it a boss and really it's just a, a big pokemon you're taking pictures of right it doesn't really fight you no it doesn't fight you yeah Although there's one, what is it? The jungle level where this one butterfly gets sewing up in your face. Do you know? Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Around the, like the first half of the level, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I, uh, I still can't figure out some of the secrets, like how to go through the the second pathway in the jungle. Oh yeah, behind the waterfall, I can't do that yet either. Yeah, but it's I mean, um, I, like for example, I found a re- there was a request for me for um, uh, to have you know those buffalo in the first level. Yeah. To fight each other, to ram each other, and I just yeah. started. I just pelted apples at them and then they rammed each other. So I was like, Oh, I actually figured this one out. And then there's one where it's like, Oh, throw, there's like a bunch of burnt apples on the ground. And if you throw one on the ground, sorry, fluff fruit or other called, but, and then a Pokemon came up and like electrocuted it. And I got that picture. So, I mean, they're slowly coming that I don't think I can just kind of, I think some of the clues are a little vague on the request. I, I wish they had a little bit more of a hint system. Yeah. Cause sometimes it's like, Oh, like look in this field of flowers for a hidden Pokemon. And I'm like, that field of flowers is huge. And how do I possibly start looking in there? Like, do I just throw a bunch of stuff and hope I hit it? I, to be honest, I don't see this as, as a game that I'm going to be able to 100%. Uh, and if I do, I'm definitely going to have to go online, look for guides and, you know, find out how to get some, some of the Pokemon. I'm struggling even to get all their stars, like to find out what that four star or three star, like. Well, that's what I'm is. You should beat the game, Peter, because there's some four stars that you won't be able to get one until you beat the game and two until you unlock of like some of those Pokemon are in other levels, right? Yeah. Or in higher or in higher levels of that, a higher like degree, like whatever it's called research levels of that area. Okay. So I have a question for you. Speaking of the point system. Yeah. And what you just said. So let's say there's a Pikachu in like the first level. I take a picture of it. I get 2000 points. And then I take a picture of the Pikachu in a different level. I get 3000 points. Do I only get the 1000 points added to the score of the second level I did, or do I get the full 3000 for the Pikachu? Uh, so I think it um, that's the score to like upgrade your level is independent of the 
the picture decks pictures. I think it's just like the score, like when it ranks like the five different points that you get for that picture, that's what's adding to your score. Okay, so um, it, so so I would get the full points, but like if I, I, I think you would, I don't know if it, you necessarily get three thousand or one thousand. I think you get a, a totally different amount based on a whole bunch of different factors. I, I think that research amount like doesn't because I've had that situation happen where. I found a Pokemon really late in the game that I've already taken like 50 pictures of. Like I'll, I'll give you an example, like a Magikarp. There's a Magikarp yeah. in like the second last level. And I got maybe 50 points higher than my other picture. And it definitely gave me a significant amount of points. So, um, okay. Uh, so it does. yeah, yeah, but, for sure. But if, but if you got a second picture of that Magikarp in the same level and you only got 50 points more, then it will only add the 50 points to your score for that level. I don't think so. I think it's still not quite one-to-one. Okay, weird. I, I still haven't really taken a full grasp of that, even though the tutorial is like an hour teaching me to throw apples. I wouldn't really worry about how to get your research level up, but besides just take keep taking better pictures and getting higher scores. Yeah, it's a funny game because at some point it's relaxing because you know, you're just really taking pictures and you can treat it that way. But on the other hand, it is a little bit stressful because you're trying to get all these pictures in such a short time frame, whipping around. Like, have you ever felt like you whipped around and then you've seen like the Pokemon finish doing something cool? Oh yeah, the, yeah. One of the first things I did was turn up the uh, turn speed on the game because I felt yeah, like I turned it to full. Yeah, me too. But yeah, like it is, it is relaxing. But I, I agree where it's like you know, there's one picture I'm trying to take where it's like that big, you know, the big blue guy in the jungle. Yeah, the qu- quagmire. He's like, so you have to take a picture of him jumping into the water. And I swear to God, I've tried it like four times, and you have to like to take a picture of you know him in the center of the frame when he's jumping, and you have a split second, and you want to get his face and his body in the middle of the frame. It's so hard. And I've done the whole level like four or five times trying to get that one shot. And I always like, you know, it's always off center. I clip his head. So yeah, I know, I know what you mean by a little bit of stress. Yeah. I mean, there's sometimes where I almost go into it and I'll look at a Pokemon and be like, okay, I'm, I'm focusing on this Pokemon. I'm not going to worry about what's happening behind me. I'm going to get the best picture I can of this one Pokemon. And then whatever's on the other side, I'll get next time. You know, like it's almost yeah. like focusing in. Or that sometimes I have the problem where it's like I do the same thing and I focus on one Pokemon. I spend like I'm throwing balls, I'm throwing fruit, I'm trying to like you know play the song or whatever. And I'm like in my head, I'm like, oh my god, I'm not getting a good shot, and I'm wasting all my, my all my film and all my time. And I'm like, I'm sure there's so many things happening behind me, and I'm just wasting my time getting a bad picture. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny. There's areas of the of the on the levels where it feels so packed with Pokemon, it almost feels insane. And there are those moments where there's like only one, or like there's no yeah. Pokemon. Yeah, uh, I remember the very first. The, I mean, you played Pokemon Snap on sixty four, right? Uh, yeah, I think I was pretty young, but I do remember playing it, like some of the levels. Yeah, like we didn't have it. Uh, we only rented it. I know we didn't own it. Yeah, but I do remember seeing it and playing it a bit. Like I feel like we rented it and we beat it on that rental. Like, I remember. I don't think we. I don't think we beat it. I think we beat like six levels and we thought we beat it, but there's some secret levels that like are very hard to find in that game. Okay, I mean, I'd be interested. I'd be interested to go back. I don't know if it's uh, come over the virtual console over the over the years, but uh, I would replay that. I mean, it's it still just feels crazy that this N sixty four game has been remade and it like still not re- not remade, but not yeah. remade. Um, you know, nude. Yeah, or sequeled. Um, it, it does. It just has that N sixty four charm. I, yeah, I, I really like it. Um, I would yeah highly recommend it. I still think the price is a little bit high for it. Yeah, I agree. Like I was going to say the same thing. I was so I was playing with in front of my girlfriend while she was you know, doing uh, work and studying. But she, she kept asking, she's like, so that's the whole game? Like, you just look and take pictures? Like, you don't, you don't do anything? You don't battle? I was like, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to get a good picture. And then I beat a level and I go to a new level. And she's like, so what are you doing in this level? I'm like, well, I'm just taking more pictures. <laughs> so like, I agree, you know, it's for the, the $80 Canadian game. Is there, there's a lot to it, but there's also not a lot to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's almost like we've conditioned to believe that a, a full price game needs like a split screen mode and like a real story and it needs to be like a third person action game. So it's like it almost goes, it's in tip, it's like the antithesis to what a triple A game, full price game should be. But you know what? I, I look at it this way where I spent, let's say, full price on an Assassin's Creed game and there's a hundred hours of gameplay in Assassin's Creed, huge open world, beautiful graphics. And I would say I have fun for maybe a couple hours in Assassin's Creed. I, I have no fun. Where this game, I've already play 10 hours or whatever it is and i still want to play more and having a blast yeah and it's something so different right like it's not like any, it's, it, it's something so out there uh that i don't know it's like there's nothing else like it really i, I mean and, and there's really no other franchise that, that could do a, a photograph game 
Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't feel the same with real animals, would it? It'd be like, why is why are those lions next to those other tigers, and, or you know, or why are those animals so close together? Exactly. Know? And there's I mean, no other like there's no other video game franchise though that even has like maybe Digimon, but there's no other franchise that has a large enough kind of ensemble of characters to really do that. Yeah, of like nice happy characters, like they don't eat yeah. each other, they don't they I, don't attack I mean, each other. I mean, it would be kind of cool to have like a Mario snap or even a Zelda snap, and you have like you know all the Goombas and the, and you have a boo castle and all the different ghost creatures. And I, I it could be kind of cool. Well, the wind waker did sort of have that with the, the um, camera they gave you and you could, you had to get a picture of like every person and every enemy in the whole game. Yeah. But wind waker had like seven enemy. I, honestly, I'm not a fan of wind waker, but. <laughs> oh, well, yes. Yeah, so that's a topic for another day. Yeah. <laughs> um, soon, but um, okay. So um, any last thoughts on Pokemon new snap? um i would just say to our listeners if you haven't got it and you have any kind of nostalgia for the first one it's it's really good it's a definite uh fun time and you'll you'll enjoy it and it's 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 meatier than you think it would be yeah i agree that's the one thing that uh like surprised me the most is there's a lot of game there and it's really fun like even the different different levels for every single level you know you can do level one two three four oh yeah especially have you ever gotten to the level three on some because level three level three is like it complete there's so many more pokemon yeah, it's a total remix. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. I recommend to anyone too. Um, but there's another thing that happened this week, uh, weird in Nintendo news. Um, Super Mario Party got an online play added to it. Did you hear about this? I, I saw the announcement. I didn't quite understand it. So, because I thought it had online before, but now it has free for anybody to play? No. So before it was online, you can only do a specific minigame mode online, which had a limited number of minigames. Now you can go online with friends and play basically the whole game. You can play this two-on-two mode as well as play the map. So it's the first Mario Party ever to allow online play on a map. But do I, let's say you own the game. Do I have to own the game to play it with you? Yes, for sure. Okay, I thought, I thought when it said free, because it says free online multiplayer or something like that, that I, I assume... Think, I think that's only to say that it's free. Um, it's like a free uh, update. It's a free update. You yeah. still have, to have Nintendo Switch online service. And the, and the game, and, okay. And That's what I was curious about the game, okay. And a house and electricity. I, yeah, I, I just thought it was uh, kind of like uh, back with the DS where if one person had the game, other people could download it off them and just play That's together. not really a thing on Switch because, but you know, on DS and even 3DS, it was such a low amount of data it needed to send wirelessly. Yeah. But it's like for Mario Kart 8, for example, like there's no way you could just download a whole level onto your Switch in like a timely manner. It'd be, mm-hmm. it'd be ridiculous um no you, you ever has to have the game and the other thing i noticed that was weird is you don't you can't play with strangers you, so can't? you can't no it's like you can only play with uh friends i don't get why i find nintendo games always do this it's like they they're on the right path but they just don't get how to do online it's like you know like there should be like a guy in a, a guy or two they, steps back yeah but like how's there not one guy in the board that says like imagines what a player wants like you know a player probably wants to play this game with anybody like, how could no one think that that would be a good idea and just put it in? I think the reason, I think they look at all these things, like, as soon as you have um, the ability to play with strangers, you have the ability to, like, get harassed or make a connection. And there's more legal implications. They have to moderate. There, I think there's a certain, uh, maybe that's why. Uh, and but, also, I mean, other games have playing with strangers. I know, even indie games. So it's kind of this weird... I think it's just a kind of this conservative mindset about having people play with strangers. I don't think it's conservative. I think they just, they just don't get it. Honestly, they're traditionalists and they just don't get it. Well, I think there's also technical matters where even now, if you play super Mario party with friends and one friend's internet cuts out you, the whole match will end. So it's, oh, just wow. not, it's just not polished the way you'd expect it to be. It's, it's really weird. I think the reason that I brought this up as news because it's not, it wouldn't normally be that big of news, but the game's been out for two and a half years. So it's just like this weird late, D- it hasn't had DLC at all. It, like it's so, it's just a little strange that two years later or two and a half years later, it's gotten this DLC update. And like, what, mm-hmm. what does that mean? I mean, and also in now being the very first Mario Party uh, online <laughs> with the board games, I actually noticed it jumped a few spots on the, eShop chart so i wouldn't be surprised to see a sales boost do you think maybe that uh they're let's say making the second one and they're behind schedule so they're putting that out to kind of prepare for next year's mario party 2 well my hope is that it has to do with them working on the online mode for super mario party 2 
I will assume it's. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, I think like they they figured this out for Mario Party Two, but Mario Party Two is delayed. So internally, they're saying, well, let's get something out for Mario Party One to keep the people thinking about, you know, mindshare kind of. Maybe I think it might have to do more than just having like getting an online mode set up for the next Mario Party. They've been practicing on this Mario Party. I don't think they're yeah. like, oh, we're we're gonna delay a Mario Party game, like you know, like they'd really want to delay, but they they just release it broken, you know, because they've done it before. Yeah. Um. So I don't think they're really worried about that so much. Uh. But I think it might it does bode well for the future of Mario Party being online. I agree. Uh, I think there will be a a sequel and it'll have better online. I hope. It's just one of those franchises that it's so big they really can't treat it like crap anymore you know uh mm-hmm. i feel like they should put some effort into the next one and really make the online mode good polish it make it as polished as a mario kart this is a, it's a huge franchise and it's a huge franchise and something that i would have bought if it didn't if it wasn't the way it was you know yeah i totally agree i was like i was excited for it until i saw that the maps were lackluster and there just wasn't a lot to it so yeah well who knows i as we've talked about our predictions for games this year i, I still think a super mario party 2 is coming this year probably this holiday um, mm-hmm. uh okay well uh, not too many other news topics this week so we'll get on to our reading our fan mail letter <laughs> do we ha- do we actually have a letter or are you just making this up no this are that's a very short segment it's over so okay. zero mail. Uh, <laughs> okay well we haven't talked in a little over two weeks derek what have you been playing other than pokemon snap Ooh. um so pokemon snap yeah and i've been playing it takes two still Okay, have and you beaten that yet or no? I haven't beaten it. I would say I'm probably in the last, I would guess the last one third. Okay. And uh, still loving it. There's it, some of the, the puzzles where I am now feel a little bit samey to other puzzles earlier on. Yep. Um, but I still think it's a, a fantastic game. I, I still think it's going to be one of my top 10 of this year, maybe even the top three, um, depending on what comes out. And then I haven't started this game yet, but I just got Life is Strange 2. So I'm going to probably crack through that this week and, and see what that's all about. Okay, interesting. Nothing else? Nothing uh, on PS5? Nothing on PS5 besides It Takes Two. And um, for I'm playing some computer games, but kind of the same ones I've already mentioned before. Heroes of the Storm and Valheim and things like that. Cool. How about you, um, Pete? Well, I've been playing a little more It Takes Two. I'm at the, uh, just beat the B level, like the third chunk, I think. So I don't know how far I am. The B Feels... level? Yeah. Oh, you're you're like 20% in. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have some like, like really, yeah, you have a I, lot I, to go. A couple things I got to say is um, I don't love the story that much. I end up finding myself skipping the cutscenes. I don't know about you. I don't skip them, but I don't really care for them. I just kind of talk with my girlfriend as, we, as they play. True. Um, I mean, the other thing I kind of realized too is if you remove the co-op aspects, it is a little bit of a seven out of 10 game, you know, with some of the platforming and, you know, it doesn't feel. Yeah. And I, I think if you had two, like, I think if you and I played this game, it would be very kind of boring and quick. Yeah. Like, I think you almost need to have that, not necessarily a relationship, but someone that's learning how to play and someone that's patient to teach them. Cause I think you and I would quickly go, Oh, I can make this jump, like line it up, doom, 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 doom. And then we're, we're on the next level. Yeah. You know, so. what you mean I just it almost feels like it's a little too tricky for beginner gamers but too much or, or not enough for advanced gamers so yeah someone who's in that, right in that middle spot like someone who maybe can play a mario a 3d mario game a little bit understand camera controls and but it, i've heard from some people where they're just like yeah my significant other can't can't even touch this yeah having two like um the amy dexterous kind of um dual analogs can be really tough i think for some people yeah um, but it, I, little things that make it uh, great. I love how the fast refreshing and when you die. Yeah, and uh, I think there's. I think the the world design has a lot of really cool elements to it. Yeah, um, but yeah, and, still, and some of the puzzles, Peter, later on, and some of the gameplay, like you'll see, the gameplay gets really cool in the next half of the game. Okay, okay. I mean, I have a feeling it's one of those games that'll take me and whoever I'm playing with a long time to beat. Just because, you know, you both have to be in the mood. And I don't know, usually you only, I can only really get one level done in a sitting. You know, I, I don't know about you. Oh, we usually play for like two hours, maybe. Oh, yeah, not not, not with us. Um, <laughs> but the other thing, I've been playing some other games, uh, trying to kill off my backlog. I actually have been gaming quite a bit. I decided oh, nice. to play Mario Odyssey again uh, and beat the, whole, <laughs> beat the whole thing. <laughs> That's like clearing a backlog. It's adding to your backlog. 
you know what i just had a i think it was because i had played a lot of 3d world and bowser's uh fury and i had played the all-star collection and i kind of was just feeling feeling like playing odyssey again after kind of doing the entire 3d mario series mm -hmm. yeah um and my opinion i know we talked about it a few years ago about mario odyssey being one of the lower tier i completely changed that opinion oh i don't think it's one of the lower tier i just think that it's not one of the elite tier i i do now actually um hmm. i kind of did like a faster run of the game so i didn't get bogged i didn't like stay in any levels to collect more moons you know like as soon as i had enough moons yeah. to move on i did so i kind of just did a once over I, I breezed through the game i never went backwards uh, and it was very delightful. Like it was, it was a, it's almost a really a bunch better game on replays than I think people give it credit for. Mm -hmm. uh, I know the end game, there's a ton of moons and I wasn't, I, I think I beat the game with 140 moons. Okay. Uh, nice. Yeah. It's really good. Like it's a really good replay game. And I'm, I'm hesitant to say that might even be, have the best controls of any game ever. Yeah. Um, the, I think the controls are 10 out of 10 in that game for sure. Yeah, I just can't think of a game that's more fun to play just in an open space, you know, and just to run around. Yeah, just to like do whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's um, you know, what we're talking about earlier with Pokemon Snap and a lot of Nintendo, their intros to their games aren't very strong. I mean, it's, compared to me like Mario Sunshine or even Galaxy, the intros on those games they're they're not very they're they're full of text and silly tutorials, and this one just gets you right into it. So it's mm -hmm. just feels very polished and. Uh, yeah, it was great. I mean, I, I was surprised by myself. I beat the whole thing. Nice. But um, so what else? What else have you been playing? Well, I've also almost beaten Re Resident Evil Three Remake. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm, I think. I'm what's, yeah. What's your What's your thought on that one? Um. It's okay. Like it feels like a the version. It's weird to me that it uh, seems to have worse graphics than Resident Evil Two Remake. Uh. It's almost like they went backwards. I I can't describe it. Like I'm still enjoying it, but it just feels like not as good as resident evil 2 remake by even a country mile yeah know? i think to me it's like a resident evil 2 remake is like an 8.6 out of 10 and this game's like a 7.8 you know what yeah. i mean like it's it's still really good it's a solid play but there's things that just don't it doesn't feel the same way i, I know what you mean yeah i mean i'm enjoying running away from nemesis uh that's been a little it's, you know tense a few times um even though this one time you're actually supposed to fight him and sometimes you don't really know. You either are supposed to fight him or supposed to run. Um, and I don't know. Sometimes it feels a little cheap, like he'll jump right in front of you. Um, but I don't know. I, I mean, it's almost it's a weird one. Like the zombies don't even uh, degrade. You know the way they did in Resident Evil Two uh, remake, where if you like shot them, a piece of their bone would fly off of their arm. Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem to be doing that as much. Uh, and the other thing is, I feel like I'm already at the end of the game. It's very short. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's very short. It's, me it's meant to be more like an arcade game where you play it through in an hour and a half, two hours. Like you can really beat it in two hours. Yeah. It seems like it. And they give you a ton of ammo. So, you know, I've been playing the first half pretty conservatively, trying to run away from zombies. And I'm finding that I have so much ammo and so much life. I, I probably should have played it on a harder difficulty. Yeah. I played it most of them on hard, I think. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the other thing I was thinking while playing it was, it's kind of like you, you can't help but compare it to the amazing Resident Evil 2 remake, but I'd still rather play Resident Evil 3 remake than Resident Evil 5 or 6, you know? I, I disagree. Oh, Resident, really? Evil, Resident Evil 6, yeah. Resident Evil 5 is leagues better than Resident Evil 3 remake. Really? Okay, so I don't... Resident Evil 5 is really, really good. I don't agree with you there because... Uh, and we even beat Resident Evil 5 together. Um, I've beaten it like six times. Maybe it's just nostalgia, but I have, I, I play that with almost every single one of my close friends that plays video games. And I have a blast every time I play it. That game's so great. Clearly nostalgia for you. Well, I think it's just, I mean, I think it's a great game. I still find um, some of the updates they've done to, for Resident Evil 3 Remake, just like the UI using items. Uh, it feels so much smoother. The play controls are so much smoother than that Resident Evil 4 through 6 generation you know has better graphics obviously yeah uh, i mean like there's things that are just are being more play. modern of course it's going to be better in those ways but i just think when i play resident evil 5 despite you know there is jankiness there are silly moments there are stupid story the item system is kind of wonky it's just way more fun it's more fun to play resident evil 5 than it is to play resident evil 3 and resident evil 3 it's not that i didn't have fun but resident evil 5 is honestly is probably the most fun resident evil game besides 4 that's my opinion wow
it's not but it's again some of the resident evil games are scary and horror and that's what makes them fun that game is just fun because it's fun to be a co-op it's like a triple a co-op story game how many of those are there i think that's probably the only one it takes two yeah but i mean like triple first person shooter or third person shooter kind of like a real triple no, I, mean, I don't mean to hate on Resident Evil 5. I just found like the second half of the game and the environments, like it just got a little bit silly where with Resident Evil 3, at least I'm, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm in the Raccoon City, I'm running through the streets. There's like a much better art, art style to it for me. Um, I mean, every single Resident Evil game has a, has a poor ending. I, I can't think of a single one that the, the last like 20% of the game is not the worst part of the game. Every single Resident Evil, that's true. I mean, yeah, even though I love the ending of Resident Evil 4, uh, it's not as good as the first uh, four-fifths. Exactly. Um, yeah, that is funny. I mean, how would you rank the Resident Evil games if you had to, like your top three? Uh, ooh, I would say Resident Evil 4. Yep. And and then I'd say probably Resident Evil 2 Remake. Mm-hmm. And then I, I would say Resident Evil 1 Remake is the... Is, top three but i probably enjoy five more just because i played it more but i i think resident evil one remake is probably the third place for me yeah i'm exactly the same and with it and i think honestly resident evil seven might be the fourth yeah for me it would be five and then seven or seven yeah i think seven would be in the top five for me i, I put five probably in fourth place yeah we, we could do a whole podcast about that i mean i yeah um, i mean the eighth one comes out uh, this week so maybe everything will be changed yeah, I mean, I mean, I've, it's just funny now that I played three. Three was like the one missing one on the list. I played every single Resident Evil now. Zero. I, the only one I'm missing Veronica. is Code Veronica. Oh, you, you should play it. It's a good one. I know. Well, how am I supposed to play it until it gets a remake? Can't you download it on the PSN store? Maybe I don't know. I think that. Well, I think and I never played Reve- I never played Revelations two. I see. I have Revelations two on uh, Switch. Uh, we should play it sometime. It's actually fun. Okay. It's not amazing. It's it's kind of janky. Like I would put it comparable to Resident Evil Five, um, but <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's me. So those uh, are the games. Any other games you're playing? Um, no, that's pretty much it. I mean, I what's, what's the next game you're gonna play after now that you beat Mario Odyssey and like well, it's Pokemon Snap? But what about after Resident Evil Three? Well, I'm downloading GTA Five on the Xbox because it's on Game Pass. So I'm gonna give that another probably a fifty percent through whirl on the next what, why console. didn't you play the evil within well i find I, those kind of games stress me out a little bit so after going through resident evil 3 i need to, something a bit different okay but that that's like the game you should play well i see i've been waiting for number two but number two hasn't has isn't on game pass yet yeah but the evil within one versus two are completely different games as far as even feel like number two is almost like resident evil almost like four and five and the evil within one is almost more like resident evil one okay i'll like, check it out yeah I, i'm telling you it's such a good game okay i mean especially now that it's on xbox game pass and has like the upgraded frame rate and everything I, I really... yeah and you should also play the game prey prey by arcane studios that came out i think 2018 yeah that's on there too i mean game pass is overwhelming like i, I know I but i'm just loaded I, on my like, system and I that's why i don't know why you're playing gta like out of all the games you could play especially now that Bethesda, like there's a slew of amazing games down there and you pick GTA five that you've played before. Hey, it's that good. I just, (laughs) I mean, it has like tons of sales, but I just mean, um, there's so many good games that you have to play. Like, well, it's funny because I mean, it's whether or not I'm gaming on my switch or my Xbox. Um, I mean, I still have to beat crash bandicoot. Um, I still got to beat Pokemon uh, snap. So I'll probably be more playing switch. Yeah, I have about 20, 20 games in my backlog, and I'm hoping to get through them maybe in the 2021 calendar year. Yeah, it's. I mean, I feel like I'm almost caught up, um, but I'm... Yeah, I, I mean, I, I slowly started saying games I'm just not going to pick up and play again. Like, there's just some games I, I won't beat, you know? Like, Kingdom Hearts 3, even though I own it, I'm just going to say, I, I didn't enjoy the first couple hours. I'm never playing that game again. I, or if you, It's out of my backlog now. Yeah, you almost have to get to that point. Or sometimes if I get over halfway through a game, like that's enough, you know? Yeah, exactly. Give it its day. Uh, it's weird with Game Pass though, because I'll download a game like I de- downloaded near Autonomata. Uh, oh yeah. And, like I just haven't even pressed play. It's just sitting there, like filling up space. The game's okay. You might 
you might not love that game. I mean, you might love it. You like Bayonetta, but I, I personally didn't find that game all that that great. Okay, well, it's free. So yeah, but again, wrong. so many other games are free. Like you pick the weirdest games to download when I give you the best recommendations. I know, but you know, sometimes uh, you know, I want to play a game that I know, like Mario Odyssey. is like it feels really great to play. Like I don't, it's I'm like more relaxed playing it. Or if I do get a game like Prey, now I've got to kind of focus for the first few hours and like it's really high tension hiding and you know it's more of an extreme gameplay situation. I know, like it's not, but that's Comfort I mean food. I'm like that too, where I like to balance. Like I like to have you know Pokemon Snap going and also you know I'll play Hitman or something on PS4, which is a little bit more focused and, and attentive. But uh, I just think when you play an attentive game, like a game that requires more intensity, you should. Uh, Ask me before just picking a random game. I, I know your I know your type. Like I'll I'll pick a good game for you. Okay. Well, you're saying the Evil Within is definitely a good game. I think the Evil Within the Evil Within one has has some jank, but its setting is good. It's it's probably the best horror survival game since Resident Evil Four. Okay. And and the second one is is probably the best third person action game. I mean, not the best, but it's it's a very good third person action game with a lot of polish. Okay, I'll give it a go. And and uh, Prey is Prey is awesome. Okay, yeah. I've, isn't there Prey two coming out? Uh, I don't think there's anything confirmed right now. Our, the, the company that made it, Arcane Studios, is working on Deathloop. Yeah, which looks looks very awesome. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, um, you know, we kind of now that Pokemon Snap is is out, we bought that. Uh, what's the next? Tell me, like, what's the next Switch game you plan to buy, or you're looking forward to buying, or you know, and what's the next non-Switch game you're looking forward to buying? Yeah, so for Switch games, I mean, there's not too many officially announced to come out. Like, I know there's uh, Mario Golf, and there's um, No More Heroes 3, and there might be some Skyward Sword. Um, For me, I I have no interest in getting Skyward Sword again, Uh, no matter what. I have the game. I've beaten the game several times. Uh, There's nothing there for me. Um, No More Heroes 3, I played the first one. It was okay. didn't really hook me like it does some fans, so I'm probably going to pass and uh, Mario Golf is something I probably will get or won't get depending on the reviews. I, I think it will do better than Mario Tennis. I think it will do well, and I, I plan to get it. I have kind of budgeted to get that, but I, I, I could see it getting an 80, and I could see it getting a 65. Like, it's, you know, yeah. I, it's, it's made by Camelot, right? So, and I, Camelot, honestly, they're one of my favorite developers in, in the olden days, and now I think they're just hit and miss hit or miss your golf they never really made a botched golf game though yeah uh, they never they never messed up the golf games, but yeah I just, but you know what when when they add that rush mode where you have to run to the, the thing again all i get is the vibe of you know mario tennis where they have those super power-ups and it's like it just takes over the gameplay it's the only mode you can play online yeah it, it the mode is the only that's that that's the whole mode for the story game it's like I could see them just like not getting it, you know, like just make us play some fun, normal golf. I agree. Well, I mean, the thing that that gives me hope about Mario Golf uh, is that in the trailer they showed, they, they kind of had like a single player mode. They showed motion controls and regular controls. Like it's almost like they really, this is the ultimate. It's kind yeah. of like um, Smash Bros. Ultimate of Mario Golf is what I'm hoping. So yeah. And, and I, I actually watched that uh, trailer recently, like maybe a couple of days ago. It's a hilarious and- trailer. Yeah, I know. I, I love the uh, the speaker, like the voiceover. Yeah. But um, I noticed that in the story mode, they have these like little missions, kind of similar to the golf story. I know you haven't played golf story, but these little like kind of like oh, like chip it in or like do something small, and that gives me a lot of good feelings about it being kind of a normalized game with uh, real RPG elements and kind of normal golf, and not just that gimmicky super run stuff all the time. Yeah, like the super rush mode, it's like that's that's a negative for me when they show that. Like if they, I, I think it'll show be that, yeah. like I think it'll be fun, and I don't mind doing it once in a while in the story mode. But I will after the story mode's done, I'll never play that mode again. Yeah, I agree. Like it's it really is should be treated like a side mini game, not like the main, prize. No, not the title of the game. Like I, yeah. I they, and that's what it worries me is they do that for every golf game and well, not so much golf, but every single um, tennis game. Right, the past like three tennis games have had that issue where they add a gimmick and that just takes over. Yeah, it's almost like keep the gameplay the same and just give us all the bells and whistles and features and unlockables that we finally want. Exactly. Um, yeah, like, that, that, that does worry me that, that the title is uh, Super Rush because you know is is the whole like main story mode going to force you into this what should be a mini game? Yeah, you know? like like 
they it's so easy to make a good game. All they have to do is play it safe and standard and just add content and people will play it. Yeah, well, let's let's wait and see. I mean, yeah, I, I, again, I have hope for it. I, I'm planning on buying it. I, I think it won't do that, but I, I just when it comes to Camelot in the past, you know, three or four games, they just they miss their mark in my mind. Yeah, I mean, I I really like Mario Tennis Aces. Did did you buy that uh, for the Switch? Yeah. No, and again, I, I think that gim- there's gimmicks to that game that I never wanted to play, and I, I didn't think the online was very good, and the story would look really lackluster. Well, like I said, the online in Mario Tennis is is good, uh, and you can choose like the standard mode. So, okay, so they yeah they updated some of that too, right? Yeah, and they did they actually patched the game a lot and added a different added whole modes to it, lots of characters. So it's like it's a much better game now than when it first came out. But it's actually it's come around, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do I don't love the the main mode, which is like you know super power ups and the zooms in on the screen and all that stuff. I don't love it, but it, it is treated like the main predominant mode. Uh, so it's a little bit annoying. But for me in Mario Golf. I'm probably 50-50 right down the middle. I'm waiting for reviews. And the biggest thing to me is to see how the online is. Because yeah, I agree. Like you did, they did it on the 3DS where you could have tournaments and uh, like it would save your score and your the ghost. Do you remember that? And then like you could play my tournament. You'd have like a week to play it. And then as you played it, you could like go to a course and as you're playing, it would show you like where my ball landed. But we don't yeah, that's cool. together. So like, and it showed, it showed you like when you, you know, dr- drive the ball uh, like if you had the longest drive out of anyone in that who's played that tournament and people online would just randomly play tournaments and it's like this kind of it's a really cool mode um, I just really need the game to have that type of hook uh, where I'm e- able to quickly jump online no no hassles no uh, star rush mode or whatever it's called super rush yeah um, so yeah I'm pretty 50 50 on that um, and for for a non-nintendo game just to bring us back to the topic yeah unless you had more to say about that no. Um, but non-Nintendo game, I would say, is Ratchet and Clank uh, coming out in June. Yeah, so that'd be bo- both those games are in June. Yeah, that game, the new trailer that came out a couple of days ago, if you haven't seen it, listeners, uh, check it out. But yeah, it looks phenomenal. I mean, people always relate it to Pixar. Um, I, I think it just looks unbelievable. You know, they, he enters the city and there's a hundred flying cars above him. And yeah. it just looks fun. And, and again, Ratchet and Clank is one of my favorite franchises. Insomniac Games is one of my favorite developers. So that, that's that's probably one of the only day one games that I'll be buying this year that's not Nintendo. Yeah, it looks well. We don't really know what the second half of the year holds. So no, like, yeah, I'm just trying to be pay, I'm just trying to be careful with my spending. So I'm trying to wait for games to go on sale. But that's one of those games I just can't wait for. Yeah, it, it honestly might, might have the best graphics of any game I've ever seen. Um, like yeah. so many particles flying around when you break things and just like load it the one segment in that new trailer where um, it's like very quickly loading between spaces is so yeah um, so yeah I, I mean that game will be the best probably the best Ratchet and Clank game uh, in reviews and sales might be a big statement <laughs> to make but because yeah I, I don't know about reviews uh, I think sales for sure yeah because some of those older ones got really high reviews didn't they uh on ps2 yeah some of them like got even like 92 kind of thing so i just don't see it i don't see it i mean i don't want to talk about reviews because we have a little bet going so i'm not going to talk too much about that but yeah (laughs) um the other thing is no more heroes 3 i know you mentioned it It, when we first saw it it didn't look that good but they've since released more gameplay footage where i think it looks 10 times better Uh, i I get again i thought the first one looked good and the gameplay just didn't click with me it's it's too all over the place for me yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, I think this third one is probably going to end up the best selling in the whole series. Oh, hundred percent. I think on the um, Switch is going to be the best selling in the whole series. You're right, um, but it it kind of goes back to uh, the first one a little bit with like the open world city and the chores and like I think they put a lot of work into this game. It's been in development for a while, so I'm kind of you know cautiously optimistic about it because if that ends up doing well or looks exciting, I mean, I'll I'll probably cave on that too. You know, I would buy it if I got like a ninety four. Yeah. Oh, that uh, high? I mean, to me, I'd probably get it if it got 85 or higher. I, I wouldn't because, I, again, I, I think the, the first one got like an 80-something and it, it did not click with me. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I almost just really want to see it succeed because of like the, the developer and, you know, knowing it's kind of like a low-budget <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it is weird to think how few games are actually announced for this year from both Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. Um, you know, usually at this point, we have some roadmap of like what the big holiday game from on the the you know so at least from sony will be 
Well, we know what games are coming out up to June and then we have E3, you know, mid June. So I, I think, uh, I think we'll get a lot of information there and, you know, even Nintendo, we have some games for August. So, um, yeah. and I know, you know, even though we don't necessarily know the exact day, there are some pretty clear games that we know are coming in that, in that, uh, second half for both Sony and Nintendo, you know, yeah, we have yeah, we Ghost, Ghostwire Tokyo, yeah. Deathloop, we have Keen of the Bridge of Spirits, Ghostwire Tokyo, if it doesn't get delayed, uh, you know, for Nintendo, we have uh, No More Heroes, Skyward Sword, Pokemon. With an, uh, yeah, exactly, There's a, you know, that off chance of Breath of the Wild 2, or, you know, even again we're going to debate this too eventually but i think hollow knight you know the sequel there's a good chance that that's a big game for switch coming out this this holiday so yeah totally i mean yeah it's just it, it's a weird point of the the year usually june because you're like we, i mean e3 is coming up quick like it's um not in our next podcast but the one after we'll be talking about e3 isn't that crazy yeah that is wild eh yeah, I'm I'm pretty stoked for it. I think we'll see a good lineup from every all all the publishers. Yeah, me too. Give me a heads up. Um, I, I gotta double check the dates and take them off work. I think it's the, yeah. Seriously, I think it starts on a Sunday. Okay, June I just have, I have so many days to take off that I yeah. I believe really... it's June 12th to 15th. Okay, good to know. Yeah, the next game I get that's not a Nintendo game is probably gonna end up being Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, that game looks awesome. Yeah, it looks really awesome. I know it came out last year on the PC, but it's coming to Game Pass in, I believe, June. Uh, and um, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to get too into the, the, the flight controls and everything, but you can just put it on like a background, you know, and just watch a plane fly for a real Yeah, time. it's like autoplay. Yeah, it's cool. So I'm going to definitely get that. That looks really cool. Uh, and they also have, um, what's it called? Fall Guys coming to Switch. No release date on that one yet. But I'm definitely yeah. Fall Guys that. is Fall Guys is really fun. Yeah, seems like a perfect game for Switch. That and Tony Hawk. I, honestly, I think Fall Guys is the worst game for Switch. But I mean, just because we'll of the online, you mean? Yeah, I, honestly, the Switch just has bad internet, bad connection. So I, we'll see how it goes. But I don't know. Well, I mean, I, might might be my only option. Don't think it's on Xbox. Oh really? No, I think it's just on PC and PlayStation Four so far. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I guess I could bust out my PS4 and play it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I think it's forty bucks for me. It's a really fun game. It's. It's. It's like. It's a cool spin on the battle royale uh, genre. Yeah. Well, it seems. It seems like the kind of thing that Nintendo would have been. Like, it, it's kind of like you know, It's kind of like Tetris '99 almost. Like '99, but but uh, platforming. Yeah. Yeah. That looks fun. Mm-hmm. Well, that about concludes this week's topics. Yeah, that sounds um, good. If our readers are listening, please leave us a comment. Let us know you're there. Let us ask us a question. We'll cover it uh, next time. Um, All right. Well, I guess that's that's everything. So uh, this is Pete signing up. And this is Derek. See you later.